0: You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM.
1: Pete the Vet is in studio. Welcome into studio. Good to see you, Pete. Good morning. Tell me the latest on Finzi, firstly, this dog that you found.
0: Yes, yes, it's been a bizarre story, really, but um, just on Sunday, um, myself and my family were driving home and we saw a dog... just in some waste ground, just lying there. And um, she was collapsed and emaciated, and she was dying. So we took her home then, and um, I, I gave her the best treatment I could, which included giving her blood transfusion and antibiotics and all sorts of things, because she basically had an overwhelming infection of worms. Right. Um, and she was dying of it and she would have died if we left her there but anyway the thing was what what actually happened was we we then nursed her and treated her over the next few days but I actually I posted to Facebook to my Facebook page um, updates on what we were doing with her and it seemed to catch people's imagination and it ended up with um, up to 50,000 people log in each time I posted a thing Incredible. about this dog, Finzi. Um, and so it's, it's a happy story in the end because she's doing great this morning. She's in flying form. She's wolfing into her food now and... She's over the problem completely, and we're actually going to keep her as our own pet, because we just just fell for her. She's a lovely dote of a dog.
1: How many dogs Uh, do you have already?
0: Well, we have two already, so it makes three three. dogs, which is just about (laughs) 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 marriageable.
1: And listen, no better person to find her. I'd say she's lying there going, thank God, Pete, the vet found me anyway.
0: Well, like (laughs) like, if she'd been there for a few more hours, she would have died. Yeah, that's what I mean. She she was was so close. She couldn't stand up. Right.
1: Um, Somebody was was looking down on her. Okay, we're actually talking dogs today as well, because we're talking about doggy weight and tips for tackling it, because it yeah. is an issue that is it, many people
0: find it, themselves trapped in quite quickly, don't well, they? it is. Um, it's like complete contrast to Finzie. Finzie was emaciated with her bones sticking out. Most dogs, you can't find their bones because they're so overweight. I say most dogs, they reckon something like 60% of dogs are carrying a bit of extra weight, which is a lot. Yeah. And I think that the main problem is that people don't realise that their pets are getting fat, and it creeps on. Um, year after year, a little bit at a time. So, you know, you might have a dog that's maybe two years old and just carrying a little extra weight, but if you add on 5% of weight each year, you know, by the time they get to 5 or 6, they're carrying a lot of blubber. And it then causes really serious problems. In particular, it causes problems with their joints because they're carrying too much weight for their joints and they end up getting really bad arthritis. And this then directly shortens their life because when it gets to the age of maybe 12, 13, they can't walk around anymore because the arthritis is so bad. And this could all be prevented in many cases by keeping the dog, you know, fit and slim. And um, there are other diseases as well, like diabetes and like heart disease. They're also affected by excess weight. But I think the big one is arthritis. And if I ever see a dog coming into me with arthritis, one of the first things we do to to treat the problem is to get the dog down to its optimal weight. Mm -hmm. But for most people out there, far and away the easiest way to go is to keep their dog slim and trim in the first place
1: right so you don't have to worry about it at a later date so that you know.
0: should be that should be the answer And what's the
1: answer to that then
0: uh, um, i think the first thing is to start out with a good program of of diet and exercise pretty much like for for humans um, what, basically what it comes down to is that you know you, food food is food is taken in as energy and energy needs to be burned up. So if you're taking in too much food, there's too much energy to burn up, and you put on weight. Or if you're not taking enough exercise, then there's too much energy to be burned up as well, and you you end up putting on weight. So the same thing applies to dogs. So the two things are: first of all, make sure that you feed your dog a measured amount of food every day. Um, don't just put into the bowl what seems right, actually give a measured amount. Um, that's the first thing. And the second thing is make sure that you give adequate exercise. For the average dog, that means about half an hour, twice a day. It's not only important for their weight, it's also important for the dog's mental stability. Dogs love being out and about, and they're curious about the surroundings, and they get real stimulation from being taken for a walk. So half an hour exercise twice a day is what you should aim to do. Now, those, those two things, a measured amount of food and daily exercise, they will sort out most dogs' weight problems. But I think the third Key part of this is you should have your dog weighed regularly. Um, vets nowadays have got these walk-on electronic scales, and when you take your, your your pet to the vet for an annual checkup, they'll always walk the dog on the scales and write down what the dog's weight is on the dog's record. Mm. And that that makes it a very easy way of comparing your dog's weight from year to year. Because it's very hard when you look at your dog, you know, if if you've got a a 20 kilogram dog and then next year they weigh 22 kilograms, well, to look at them, they probably look pretty much the same. You can't really tell by just looking at them. But but if you weigh them you get uh, you know you get a figure which you can compare with the previous year and it allows you to be accurate in your assessment of what your dog's weight is and that's really really important.
1: Okay and I know the ISPCR are sort of encouraging owners to train with their dogs if they're doing the Flora mini marathon as well. Well yeah,
0: that's 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 a um a new initiative which is great as well. Um because I th- I think the issue of human fitness and and health and and obesity is is a really big thing too and so to combine the two things human health and dog health is the ideal and um, I know um, I don't I'm not sure if the mini marathon will allow people to run with their dogs I on the day. I just think there's
1: too many people
0: but um but it's 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 great a great way to train train exactly because yeah. um, dogs dogs they may not like going for a, a really fast run but they certainly enjoy going for a jog with you, and for a lot of people, that's the kind of training we're talking about. We're not talking, you know, they're not aiming at four-minute kilometres, and mm. you know, they're not trying to win the mini marathon. They're, they're just trying to get through it and get through it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I that's get, me anyway.
1: Yeah, and get themselves. Are you doing? it, Are you? I, I usually do, not this year because I'll be quite heavily pregnant then. But actually, I'll be due nearly around then. But I have done the last few years.
0: Yeah, well, it's 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 <laughs> it's a really popular event, and the ISPCA is looking for people to run it for them, um, and you know, um, because they they're, they're trying to get something like. 500 runners for them on the day and I think that's a great idea mm. ISPCA is a great charity doing really good work and if so if you combine the three things of running a mini marathon for yourself um, training with your dog so that your dog stays fit and slim and also doing it running the marathon for the ISPCA, those three things give a nice little animal angle to, to, to the whole mini-marathon thing, and I really like that.
1: Great, alright, well thanks very much for coming in to us today. Can and, I say, uh, one, more, can yeah, I say course, one more thing,
0: yeah. um, if, if people are watching telly tonight, look out for the first episode of the new Animal A&D on, on TV3, that's happening at half past seven, and um, the new series is running for over 20 episodes, and every week there's going to be two vets from Brea going to feature every week, as myself. Brave Vet, Noel Connor, and there's also Barbara O'Malley, who runs a, a practice with a focus on exotic pets um, near the town hall. So the two of us will have a, a wee slot every week on Great. Animal and e so if, if people locally watch, they'll see their local vets on telly, and um, we've got some good stories to tell.
1: Brilliant, okay, well thanks for that. Thank you. Nice to talk to you.